Hello, I'm Paul Stebbing, Barnsley Council's Archives and Local Studies Officer. Now, back in 2014, not long after the Archive Service moved into the Town Hall, we started to experiment more with oral history. I decided to invite Barnsley legend Dickie Bird in for a cuppa and a chat. I didn't get the sound levels quite right, and if you listen closely, you can hear the creaking of chairs in my office. But, despite that, it was wonderful to get Dickie on record talking about his early life in the borough. We're thrilled to be releasing this recording to coincide with his birthday this week. Wishing you a very happy birthday, Dickie, from all at Barnsley Museums. Well, I was born in Barnsley, just on Church Street there, side of uh, St Mary's Church. And uh, there was an old row of old ter- terraced houses, about four. Uh, and uh, they're not there anymore, of course. And uh, across from uh, uh, where I lived, just across the road was the old Barnsley Beckett Hospital. What was your, what was your father's name, Dickie? Uh, James Arnold Okay. And... Uh, he, he worked down the mine from being 13 years of age to 65 years of age in Barnsley, 13 to 65 in the bowels of the earth. And and but he always sat down for me when he when he came from the work from from the mines. Yeah, and, and they, we had he had to bath in front of the fire. There were no showers at the coal mines in those days, of course. And he had to bath in the tub in front of the tire in front of the fire coal fire. I mean, my mother used to put me putting hot, hot water in for him. But it always that time to spend with me as a, a youngster after he worked in the mine, he'd been there all day. Always that time to practice with me football and cricket in the little park. You know that there's a little park at side of uh, at the side of St Mary's Church. There, oh yeah, that little park. I practice in there. I was with my father cricket and football in my younger days uh, they were the wonderful wonderful times and I had a lot to be thankful for to, for, to my parents was, uh, of course they brought me up and my two sisters in the church you see we had to go to church every Sunday was that, Saint, was that St Mary's? no it was it was the Earlham called the Earlham uh, church it was just on Nelson Street which is not there now okay Upper Street I know the one you mean Street there we went to Sunday school and then went to the evening service as well. So they brought us up in the, both me and my two sisters were brought up in a good family. There was always good food on the table. My father and mother made sure of that. And they were wonderful people, good living people. What was your mother's name, Dickie? Ethelbird was okay. my mother's name. Okay. And then we moved then when my father, you know, he got chance of this house on New Lodge, New Lodge, uh, where there was a bath, a shower and a bath, and uh, all, the, all the all more facilities that 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 it was in that cottage, that house we had on Church Lane here. So how old were you when you moved? Did so you? I'd be about six or seven years okay. when I moved, and I went to Burton Road Primary School, Burton Road. And then from Burton Road Primary School, I went to Rayleigh uh, Secondary Modern School, which, was, which is now a college just off Huddersfield mm. Road there. Yeah, yeah. And so I have a lot to be thankful for my schooling days. My, uh, they did so much for me. Well, what, do you, what do you remember about primary school, Dick? Uh, I remember for, for primary school, I was at Burton Road, and we had a football ground or, or, or 
cricket anyway to play cricket we used to play in the playground in the in the you know when we had our breaks and they used, we used to have the stumps up draw the stumps on the walls that you did in those days and then the football <laughs> and that's where we played I mean Tommy Taylor was there they, he went on to play for Manchester United. Yes, of course. He was at Burton Road with me, and of course we went up to Rayleigh, then secondary modern school. And it was at Rayleigh where we we really started our sport. Okay. You know, we 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 had a field. Although it was rough, we used to play cricket on the middle of the football ground, which was all broken glass and everything. But it it, it made you it gave you that it made you hungry, it made you hung, you had this hunger to succeed. Uh, and, and and whatever profession you choose, it, it made us very, you know. So you, you enjoyed your time at Rayleigh, did you? Yeah, I enjoyed my time at Rayleigh. I enjoyed my time at Burton Road, uh, uh, primary school. I admit that I enjoyed it there, and I, but I enjoyed it very. We see, I had a master there called Mr. Olson. This is Burton Road, is it? This is at Rayleigh. Oh, Rayleigh's, okay. At Rayleigh, sorry, uh, called Mr. Olson, who had a lot. Of, he spent a lot of time with me. And with Tommy Taylor, and he used to bowl. I was in the playground there at the school, and we had, and there was another chap called Alan Rushworth, who was a schoolmaster, uh, took sport as well. But uh, but Arthur Hudson did more for me than anybody in my early days. He was wonderful to me. He encouraged me. He encouraged me to play a sport, cricket, football. He made me the captain of the cricket team. At Rayleigh and the football team as well, and uh, uh, there were happy days, happy happy days. You talk about Tommy Taylor, obviously a very famous name. Was he uh, back in those days? Did he have a flair for football? Well, in those days, uh, uh, he used to play left back at school. This fella Rushworth used to pick him at, at left back, and it wasn't his position. And Arthur Hudson said he's going to play centre forward, and Dick is going to play inside right to him, which I did, and he and that's where it all started for Tommy, okay. centre forward at school, uh, at Rayleigh, and I mean the rest is history. What he did, and yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, back in in, mm. in in 2008 when I first came to Barnsley, yeah. uh, it was the anniversary of the Munich air crash, yeah, and we put out a tribute book to both Mark Jones and Tommy Taylor, yeah, that's right. And so many people came yeah. writing gushing tributes about about Tommy, yeah, really, really nice. Mm. Um, he was obviously very well liked. Well, his father and my father worked at the same coal face, Mont Breton Colliery. Okay, they were big friends, my father and his father. Uh, and they used to go out and have a pint of beer yeah, in the local yeah. pub. <laughs> That's they used to do in those days. And uh, and and I become very friendly. Uh, well, I, I went at school. I was brought up with him at school. You see. Uh, and but I enjoyed my school days. I enjoyed my early days in, as a kid in Barsley. And I mean, he he had so much character. This town. There were shops in Shamble Street just mm. out there. Shops from top to bottom, every shop, and that's where my mother, because we lived on, she used, mm. to, she used to do all the shopping in Shambles Street. This is before they built the light, the old, what was the oh, light, which is now gone again. And everything I've seen photographs. You've seen photographs. And lots of there, pubs as well, weren't there? There were pubs, there were shops, there were butchers shops, there were all clothes shops, there were everything. It, what you wanted, you'd get in Shambles Street. <laughs> okay. 
So, so I mean, Bar- Barnsley in the in the 1930s and 40s, yeah. it was quite a bustling town, was it? Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of people coming in to go to the markets, and you couldn't move. Okay. You could not move in the town when you on a Saturday and on a Wednesday, open air market, open air market, out of this world. There were everything. What what you wanted, you get it. Get get in Barnsley. This is one of the best towns. In the why they criticise I don't know because this is one of the best towns in, in 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 the country, if not the best little town. I've never moved away from the place, and I will. I never will. They'll bury they'll, they'll, they'll me in Barnsley, and uh, and I've I've always st- stuck here because I like the people. They're wonderful, wonderful people. They're down to earth people. What they have to say, they'll tell you. They're the salt of the earth. And I wouldn't move away from this town. I've been all over the world in my profession. Yes. I was going all, all over the world. But it was so nice to come back to Barsley, turn my key in the lock. Yeah. When I walked up the pathway, turn the key in the lock. I'm back. And of course, everybody knows you as well. Oh. <laughs> I, I, mean, when you, I mean, when you're just walking around Barnsley on a typical day, yeah. you must get, what, 20, 30 people saying hello to you? Oh, they all oh, oh, stop me. And I speak to, uh, uh, especially the elderly people, because they yes. were in my year, yes. my time, when I was at the top in my profession. And so they are, and they're, they're wonderful, wonderful people, as I say. Were, you I, pa- were your parents both from Barnsley as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, my father was born on down uh, James Street, and then he went across, it's just down uh, Eldon Street, of Eldon Street, and then he, he, moved, he moved into Bridge Street. Okay. Uh, and he lived there for, uh, he lived there for the rest of until he, he got married, and then he. <clears throat> and your mother, she was Barnsley as well, yeah. was she? She was Carlton. Okay, okay. And you mentioned that you've got two. You've had two sisters. Two sisters. Are they yeah. younger sisters? Uh, well, we lost one sister at forty-one with a brain hemorrhage. Okay. Massive brain hemorrhage. Uh, took her just like that. And then I have another sister, Marjorie. She lives at Wordsborough. Okay. Uh, and they were brought up as I say. They brought us up the right way. Did they, they go to the same primary school as you? They went to Burton Road and then to Rayleigh. Okay. Because it used to be boys and girls at Rayleigh and boys and girls at Burton Road Primary School. Yes. See? Yes. And you left school, at, were you 15 when you left school? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What did you do immediately after leaving school? When I, I left school when I was 15. And I, my father, uh, he got me a job in the in the fitting shop at Montbrayton Colliery. Okay. Uh, and uh, he said there's one thing, he used to say to me, you're not going down the mine. You're going to play sport for your living. But I, w- I went there at 15, and uh, till, nine, till I was 19, and I signed for Yorkshire at 19. And from being 19 to 65 when I retired, it's been cricket for me. But, you know, the early days were tremendous in this town. Well, what she, I mean, as, as, as a youngster, you, you, you talked about playing, playing cricket and playing football. Um, anything else you can remember doing? Did you, did, were you a Nipsey player? That was popular, wasn't it? Well, of course, we, we're not going to, we're probably going to talk about cricket in a later day. Yes, we are, you'll come on but, 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 but when I left school, I went to Barnsley Cricket Club. Yes. That's where I started my career. Yes. And I signed for Barnsley at football. 
Angus Seed was the manager at Barnsley. He signed me straight from school. So that's that was the start of my sporting career. Okay. But there were days, there were happy days, and I have some wonderful, wonderful memories of this town that I should treasure. What was it like during the during the war in Barnsley? Well, it, it, it was frightening, of course, because the bomb Sheffield, and that was very, very close to Barnsley. We used to, <laughs> we would be, we used to be under the bed. <laughs> we could hear the bombs dropping at Sheffield, and it flattened Sheffield, and we were just, we just missed it actually, Barnsley, and we're not far away from Sheffield. But no, the uh, the early days uh, were, were uh, wonderful, wonderful. Great little town, great, great place. Mm. I've seen the phrase Barnsley for bargains used quite a lot. Yeah, but you see, the market always will used to be a tremendous market, yeah. which is coming back, I think, now. It's coming back to what it did. That's the plan. That's yeah. the plan. It's coming back to what it was in the olden days. Because people used to come from all over the north, well, didn't they, to Barnsley? They come all over. Yeah. They're coming from all over. They come from all over. But you know, I may be going off it a bit here. No, you're fine. But be there's people come to this town to see my statue. People have come from Australia, India, New Zealand, West Indies. They've all come here to see it. Oh, and then people in, yeah. It's brought people in, I'll tell you. And then they've gone into the market. Then they've gone into the cafes, the little cafes, and that's something to eat. Oh yeah, they've come from all over. I was there the day you unveiled it, Dickie, when you were giving your speech. Ah, I, I, I couldn't, <laughs> my speech, I couldn't, I couldn't get it out. Because it, it brought back some, some wonderful memories of, of my young days. And as soon as I mentioned my father, yeah. well I just, that's yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Because we practiced for hours in that little park, where the statue is, yeah. was that little park. Yeah. We practiced hours in there when I was a kid, when I was a little kid. So you, you, your father works at Montbrain, Mon yeah. you say. Uh, I, I mean, he was underground, was he? Was yeah, a hewer, yeah. Hewer, was he, he? He was a coal face. Okay. Minor. Yeah, he was a he was at the coal face. Okay. Did he have any lasting medical uh, effects from working down the mines? Oh yeah. He, he killed him in the end. Okay. He retired at sixty-five. Come out of the mine. He didn't get any. He didn't get a certificate. So well done. He got yeah. nothing. Just sent on his way. And he died at 70, which is no age, I suppose, today. Not today. No, so he's, he died at 70 with heart, weak, heart and lungs, dust yeah. in the lungs. Yeah. The, the specialist told me when they did the post-mortem on my father, he, uh, he had a great body, but inside he was worn out. Yeah, yeah. Not. What, what kind of length, length of days did they work in the, in well, the well, My father, well, he was up, up, up at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, blimey. To go to the mine for half past four. Okay. See. And how long did the day last for? And then he finished at half, uh, two o'clock in the okay. afternoon. Okay. So half past four to two o'clock. Long day, isn't it? Long day. Yeah. Long day. Yeah. And then the afternoon shift came on then, and then they do their stint, and then the night shift come on. Down the mine, oh, yeah. they were oh, poor souls. Well, yeah. They had to put up with yeah. poor souls, but he was happy, he was content, and 
I think in many ways I give him a lot of pleasure, you know. Yeah. He loved going to watch me play for Yorkshire. Yeah. He loved it. He went, he went to see me start my career when I started at Barnsley. And then he watched me at Yorkshire. And I never, I never knew he'd been to the ground. He used to catch the bus to Edinburgh and Bradford and all over to watch me play for Yorkshire. I and I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even know he'd been there. He wouldn't interfere. But he used to make him. He used to make his day. And your mum was at home keeping the house, was she? Yeah, that's right. My two sisters. Uh, me, me, our Marjorie, my sister worked at uh, at the corporate Barsley for donkey's years. Um, she was she, my youngest sister, who was still alive. And then my oldest sister worked at just up Market Street there at Tibetash and Newells. They were, were printers and that. She worked there, but it's not there anymore, of course. Well, a lot's changed, doesn't lots it? Lots changed, yeah. Lots changed. Yeah. What? Any, anything that's gone that you miss about the town centre? Ah, uh, I don't know. I still think they're the same characters there as has always been. I love to sit on a sit on a form in the Barsley Market. I sit there for <laughs> to talking to elderly people. Talk, we talk for hours, telling tale about one thing and about other, and just, it's just amazing to be with them. I get a lot of pleasure, a lot of enjoyment out of doing that. And they probably enjoy talking to me. Yes. They'll enjoy talking yes. to me. But there's so many characters in this town. So well, because you knew Mark, Michael Parkinson, didn't oh, you? Know, Michael and I were brought up together, of course, at something... Uh, 15. We both played for Barnsley Foot Cricket Club together and we've kept our friendship on all these years. We've been, we've been friends. Uh, in fact, he's just been to Barnsley, he's just been for... He was a guest editor, wasn't he, for the Chronicle? Yeah, he was the best guest editor, but he was only here two days and I spent most of the first day with him. Okay. Uh, and he did a piece, uh, he did a piece with me for the Barnsley Chronicle and then he did, he's done a piece for the uh, that program at six thirty, BBC. Oh, look, no, no, not the calendar. No, the one show. Oh, the one show. Okay, yes. And then it comes out later. He's, he's done a bit then, but uh, no, we kept our friendship up. We still keep it up. We still kept our friendship up, which okay. is nice. I'd like, I'd like to go down and do one of these interviews with him at some point. Actually, I might have to. Yeah, but I, I mean, I can. I, I, I'll tell him that you, you would like. I'd to like to. It'd be nice. It'd be nice, but it, it, it doesn't get much. That you don't get to Barnsley much. That's the problem. I can go down there. Don't, <laughs> don't get. You don't uh, get. Don't get much. But I can mention it to him if you want. Yeah, it would be nice. What we'd like, what we, I mean, the idea of this really is to try and yeah. capture the memories of some of uh, Barnes's key figures. Yeah. So for posterity in the future, so people can listen to this in 30, yeah, 40, 50 40 years, years time. That's right, yeah. Marvellous. Which is nice. I'd like to talk about my career sometime as well. Well, I mean, we can, we can talk about it today if you, yeah, if you yeah, want to. Yeah. Okay, well, go on then. I mean, yeah. You've left school, so... I, I, left, I left school now, and we've gone to Barnsley. I, got to, I went to Barnsley Cricket Club as a 15-year-old kid, okay. and I signed for Barnsley Football Club when I was uh, 15, straight from Rayleigh. Jock Steele was the manager. He signed me on amateur forms, which was the, the one in those days. And I played for the North Interleague Media League side, and that was a good league all over the country. We played against 
all the new, you know, all the first division sides in those days. And uh, but I, I, I had a bad knee injury, uh, very young, when I was sixteen and a half. And I thought, well, I'm going to stick to cricket. I thought to myself, I gave it a lot of thought. I talked to my father, and he said, "Well, it's a big issue." My father was keen on football, of course. He wanted he wanted me to stay. I said, "No, I think I'm going to concentrate on cricket because I think it can give me a longer career." So, from as a youngster, I played open venues with Michael Parkinson, and we had a young lad who, of course, is not a Barnsley lad called Jeffrey Boycott. He's Pontefract, right? And he batted at number four or five for us, but he was still at school, then with grammar school. Okay. And uh, from then, I, I showed I showed a lot of form at Barnsley Cricket Club, and that took the Yorkshire County Cricket Club were interested, and they invited me to the Yorkshire Nets. And from the Yorkshire Nets, of course, I went, played in the second team, so they must have seen something in the Yorkshire Nets and uh, into the second team, they got into the first team, first team squad. I uh, played my first game for Yorkshire when I was 19. Uh, and so, but we had a great side at Yorkshire, a great side. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we never lost a match hardly, we were such a great side, some great players, Brian Close, Raymond Dillingworth. Freddie Truman, there were so many great players, I could go on and on. Uh, and I was in and out of the side, you see. So then I went to Leicestershire. And uh, I was there a while at Leicestershire, a few, quite a few years. And then when I finished at Leicestershire, uh, I got my county cap there. Uh, when I finished playing at Leicestershire, uh, I coached at Plymouth College, the public school, for 12 months, uh, two years, sorry, and then from there I uh, applied for the umpires list. And it's amazing, I never thought umpiring, I never gave it a thought. And I was taken onto the list in 1969, and inside 18 months I was on the test match panel. It's unbelievable. And I was on the test match panel for 26 years, on the test match panel. Now to be on the test panel for 20, so much pressure for 26 years is a long, long time. But cricket's been good to me. And I retired at 65, which we have to do. At 65, I get my pension from Lords, the England and Wales Cricket Board, and uh, Cricket's been, uh, cricket gave me a wonderful life. I've seen, I've been all over the world in my umpiring. I've met kings, I've met queens. I've met the queen 29 times. I've had lunch with the queen at Buckingham Palace. There's only, there were only the queen and myself there. Uh, oh, and Prince Edward, he was in, but he had to go, he had another engagement and I, there's just the queen and I, we had a magnificent lunch. Then we sat in the foyer, in the lounge all day, to, to, till about ten to five. So from quarter to one to ten to five, I just with the Queen and myself. Oh, wonderful! We talked about everything, 
from horse racing to cricket to everything. And we, we put the world right. <laughs> and yeah, that was a wonderful day. And of course, I've been many times to Buckingham Palace. I've had, I am. And the Queen Mother invited me to Clarence House to have tea. With Queen Mother too. Queen wonderful. Mother too, yeah. Had a lovely day there with her. And also I've had tea with Prince Edward, Prince uh, the Duke of Edinburgh and the Queen at Buckingham Palace. I've had Queen uh, three three times. I've had tea with them and so yeah, I've been I met the Queen twenty nine times. It's, I've been in Buckingham Palace fourteen times. And of course I went when I got my MBE, I got I was I got the MBE in 1986, MBE for services to cricket, and then the OBE, I've got re in 2012, OBE for services to, to the game, and uh, and so I have some wonderful moments of meeting royalty all over the world, I mean I've met, when I've been abroad, and I've met the Prime Minister, I, uh, I, had, I had dinner with, the, with Thatcher at Downing Street, uh, Checkers. I had dinner with John Major at Checkers, and then with uh, Tony Blair at Checkers. Okay. Okay. So and then, then they took me into Downing Street as well, show me around and show me where all the uh, decisions is made, <laughs> where all the big decisions are made. So it was very that was very enjoyable, and uh, so and then to get a statue. While I'm still alive, erected is a wonderful thing, and uh, I've just been to Buckingham Palace with the Yorkshire team. We met the Duke of Edinburgh, who presented the trophy. Of course, we won the championship, and I went because I'm president now of Yorkshire County Cricket Club, and I went along, and uh, then we went to Downing Street, met the Prime Minister, and then went on to the the Speaker's Lodge House uh, in the Commons, so it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day, uh, which, uh, you know, they happy, wonderful memories, but to cap it all, to be made President of Yorkshire County Cricket Club is a massive honour. It has really put the icing on the cake for me. That, it's a well, I was going to ask, what's your, what, what's your proudest moment? Well, a lot of people ask me that question, it's difficult. I think you've, I've got to say I've been lunch with the Queen in Buckingham Palace. Yes. That's something special. I want, I want to one. I want to one just with the Queen and myself. Then uh, you've got to say the, my OBE, my MBE, and then the OBE, and of course the, uh, the presidency of Yorkshire County Cricket Club. And the statue, of course. And then the statue, of course, that's right, which is there. But the wonderful, wonderful memories, you know, when you look back and... Uh, People and then it's difficult to pick one. I did umpire three World Cup finals. They must stand out in my career, as it? but it's difficult to pick one. Been so there be so many. Absolutely, <laughs> there been so many. But this has really put the icing on the cake, the presidency, and to win the county championship on my my term in office. Been wonderful. And I'm sure you've not walked away from cricket, have you? I'm, I'm sure you, you keep uh, oh, tabs on it. I'm going every day. Are you still at an I went tender? to, with my presidency, I went to every match last season, Yorkshire first game. Oh, wonderful. Home and away. I never missed a match, home and away, every game. And I went with the lads, travelled with the lads in the coach. 
and they, they, they enjoyed me being there, you know, they said that they were going to win the championship for me, and they did. And so, it's wonderful, some been some wonderful, wonderful memories. Are you, are you a football fan as well, Dickie? Yeah, I go down here, I buy a season ticket. I've been watching Barley since 1930. I was, 30, uh, I was five when my father took me. So I've seen That's I've seen years. the ups and I've seen the downs. And the best footballer I've seen down at all, well is Tommy is Johnny Kelly. Johnny Kelly. Yeah. He played outside left. I've seen all, all the ups and downs, the ups and the downs and Yeah, I think and also I must be the long I must be the oldest season ticket holder. Must be one of them. Are you, are you 81? 81, 81. Yeah. 82 in April. I must admit, when I was when yeah. I was getting preparing for today, I yeah. didn't realise you were, you, were, you were 80 plus. I thought you were still yeah. 70s. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, uh, and as you said, to get that statue was, was Marty's marvellous. Well, I'm still alive. Yeah. That's the thing. But it's been a wonderful, it's been a long journey and a, and a wonderful journey. And of course, I got, I got honorary doctorates three at Sheffield and Allen University, at Leeds University and at one at Uddersfield University for my services to cricket and my services to charity because I've got my own charity, the Dickie Burt Foundation for Underprivileged Children. Oh, tell me a bit about that. Yeah, it's nationwide and it's, un it's for underprivileged kids. It's nationwide and they can apply. We, uh, we, they can apply for a grant. We're all voluntary, my trustees and I, and we sit down and then we go through all the lists we get. We, sit, we have a trustees meeting about every couple of months and then we'll go through the list of the applicants and if we think they're worthy cause then we, we just send them a cheque off a grant. And we we very, have a very good team under me. It's all voluntary and it's for under, underprivileged kids. I wanted to do it for underprivileged kids because uh, I wanted to think about my early days, what it was like as mm. a kid growing mm. up in Barnsley. Mm. wasn't easy, you know. My dad had to go to the pits, to the mines every day, he never missed a shift, and he worked his blood to water for, for us. And uh, and those were them kind, that kind of kid, what, you know, Tommy Taylor and myself and kids like that. I wanted to try and help in life, and that's what I do yeah. for the underprivileged kids. Mm. And my charity, my foundation is going very well, very well. And I put a lot of my own money into it. I put a lot of a lot of my own money into it because I wrote seven autobiographies, in seven books in my time. And of course, my big book, my autobiography, is still the best-selling sports autobiography in history. We sold over one million copies in hardback. That's fun. that's fantastic. Oh, unbelievable! I have read it. That's the, that's the one that I've read. Oh, unbelievable! Unbelievable! Have you got any more planned for the future? Yeah. I've just <laughs> I, I did one two years ago. I think this is the last. <laughs> but uh, seven's quite some going. So quite some going. Seven books and uh, yeah, really, I've had an interesting life. You know, is there anything else, anything anything you've not done that you'd like to do yet? Uh, no, I don't think. You know, that's a good question. I don't think there is. I think I've. I've really done everything that I wanted to do in life. 
I would have probably liked to have been more, got a, you know, a, a better chance at Yorkshire. But I was in and out of the Yorkshire side. I mean, I scored 181, not out, one match, and I was mm. dropped next match. Mm. Dropped. That was Yorkshire. Mm. We're such a good side. Mm. Mm. We're such a good side. Mm. Such a good size. I mean, just going going back briefly to to your yeah. early days. Do you did you know any of your grandparents growing up in Barnsley? We grew up at uh, Cal. Okay. Uh, Long Row. Is this your dad's dad, your dad's parents? Uh, I think this is my mother's parents. Okay. And my dad's parents. They lived, Bridge Street. Okay. They were brought up there. They were there. That's right. Did you spend much time with your grandparents or not? No, not. I can't remember. Okay. No, I can't remember much about my grandparents. I think they died before, you know, okay. when I was very, very young. Were there any other, other family around, cousins, aunts, uncles? I've got, I've got, uh, an, uh, I've got a niece. Uh, that's our Marjorie's daughter. That's the first. We call her Rachel Wyatt. She works for, for the council. She goes around all the schools. Okay. Lunches and that. Yeah. Uh, she supervises all these. She's all into that. And uh, and then I've got a nephew. That's to my other sister Sylvia. That's the one who died with the brain hemorrhage. Uh, so I've got the the, the, the him. That's all there is in the family. That's all there's left. A nephew and a niece and our Marjorie. Sister. So do you know when the Bird family came to Barnsley? Were you, you from the Staffordshire area? No, I, well I don't know. I don't know. I thought I always thought all my family all started here as kid youngsters. I just I know I know I know one of my colleagues in the museum has looked at your family history oh, briefly. Has he? About 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 um oh. about a year or two back. And oh. I think the I think the Bird family came to Barnsley in the nineteenth century. Oh, did they? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll look into it further for you. I have to look it up to see how that's right. Yeah, yeah. But as as far back as you can remember, they're all Barnsley. Mm -hmm. All work down the pit. Correct. Down the mines. Okay. Yeah. But thankfully, you managed to avoid that. Yeah, but avoid the because my father said to me, "You're not, you're not going down there." When I when I talk to a lot of people of your yeah. generation, I, I hear that same thing. My yeah. parents told me they didn't want me going down the pit. Yeah. Is that? Uh, people of your age, is, is is that generally what your parents tried to get you to avoid? Yeah, my my parents, my my father who did got me to avoid. Yeah, he he thought I could, like all parents do. He thought I had something there in sport, and he said, "You're going to play sport. You're not going there. You're not going down there." Yeah. And I signed for Yorkshire when I was nineteen. So you've been all over the world. Have you? Have any any countries that you've not been to that you'd like to? I've been to every country in the world uh, through my cricketing career. Every cricketing nation, that is, of yes. course. And I, I went to Canada to do a, uh, an indoor cricket at Canada in a big indoor bowl there, there when the rest of the world played against the World Eleven. I went over there to umpire that. Uh, and uh, I've been to... Uh, other places, but uh, no, the, the 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 country that I really enjoy, New, New Zealand, beautiful country. Yes, it's similar to our country in many ways. All the greenery, just similar. Uh, the, 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 I like all the the, the nations that I went. I loved India. 
and Pakistan. I love going to India, Pakistan. Okay. The Indian, the lovely people. Okay. Lovely people. And well, go on, carry on. The, the, you know, they are genuine lovely people. Now, I wanted to ask you about the nickname. Where did the, 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 the nickname Dickie ah, Now, then everybody asks me that. It, it, it started at school. Okay. And you know all the whites get called chalky? Yes. And all the roads get called dusty? And birds, well, they're called, generally called cock sparrow. But for some unknown reason, all the kids at school call me Dicky. And in later years, I've had it ever since my school days, that early days, and, all, and in later years, everybody stops me and they say, Do you mind being called Dicky Bird? I says, No, because. You can't forget to name like that. <laughs> you certainly can't. Can you? Not at all. Dicky Bird. Not you at all. Can't forget. Not at all. <laughs> Does anybody actually call you Harold then? <laughs> I tell you who call me, call me Harold, Richie Benno, the okay. Australian test player, Australian okay. commentator. He always called me Harold. Aye. Boycott, boycott calls me Richard and he knows I don't like it. <laughs> but he doesn't aggravate me. Because I'll be honest, I, mean, I, I, was, I, was, I was born in Scunthorpe and I live there now and I've lived, I've lived in various places around the country. Yeah. When, when I first got the job interview here in yeah. Barnsley, I'd never been to Barnsley in my life. Yeah. The, only, the only two things I knew about Barnsley were coal mining and Dickie Bird. <laughs> they were the only two <laughs> things I knew about Barnsley. You can't forget Dickie Bird, can you? <laughs> Not at all. It's, it's on the wall downstairs when I, when I got the three. Oh, that's another very good point, which I'm very, very proud of, which... I haven't mentioned. I'm very, very means a lot to me. Oh, freeman of the being given borough. the freedom of the borough. Yes, that meant because it's my own town. Mm. And you've, you've got your name inscribed, haven't you? I've my name inscribed on the statue and down on the wall downstairs at the entrance of the town hall. That's a tremendous honour. I mean, you must you must like the town hall. You could, you do come quite a lot. Oh, I'm always in it. I like walking around. Fantastic building, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. I said this, there's one of the best town halls in the country, yes. if not the best town hall. I've been in most of them and they can't live with this place. They can't live with this place. Stands out a mile. It certainly does. It certainly you does. can only walk, you just walk up Regent Street and it hits you. So fine building. Wonderful building. I mean, do you remember coming in here when you were you were a youngster, or was it more closed off then? Well, it was more. Yeah, he, I, I remember, although I'm born about what was it, five hundred, five hundred yards from here. I, I, probably my mother brought me when I was a youngster. And I can't remember. You know, uh, it's very much, it's very much a public building these days, isn't it? Oh, it is more so than it was in them days. Yeah, with the, with, yeah. The, with the museum and the yeah. archives, archives and the registrar, right, the yeah. cafes. Yeah. It's more of a, yeah. It's been given back right. to the people, hasn't that's it? That's been back to the people, yeah. Which is nice. Which is nice. But to get a freedom of the better is something very, very special. It is to me anyway. Well, there's not many people who've got it. No, there isn't. Not at all. Not at all. When I look at that list every time I come in the town hall, it's not, not, not a big list, is it? It's not at all. No, I'm very proud of it. I've well, before we finish, Dickie, yeah. anything else you want to say about Barnsley? Can I have another biscuit? You go I'm for it, you have as many as you like. No, I want to, I, I'm putting too much weight on. What do you think about the future of Barnsley? What, 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 what do you, about the changes that are going to be happening in the, in the town centre? 
Well, I can see that the future, what I can see, it looks rosy. It looks rosy. And as I've said, in my early days, it was the best town in the, in, in the world, and it still is the best town. Still the best town in England. It's, you know, I've met there. You're a good salesman for it. Well, I always try <laughs> to be. Well, all the interviews I always had. I've never run Barnsley down. It went through difficult times in the 80s, didn't it, when the pits closed? Ah, oh, that was difficult. Um, what, what are your memories of, of that period? I, I remember, well, not a lot really, because I was going all over the world mm. uh, in my profession. Not a lot really, but they were our days. Mm. I can imagine. Because really, it ruined the coal mining industry, didn't it? It did. But you like the town as it is today, and it's certainly got a future. There's lots of things happening. There's lots of things happening in Barnsley. Mm, the new market. Which is now a new market, which is uh, which wonderful. Sure. We, we said earlier in this interview, they came from all over. Came all over to the bar. You couldn't, you couldn't move in the town. You walk, you couldn't move. But you see, what's the, these uh, the Tesco's and your Asda's and your Morrison's and all that? A lot, a lot of pubs in bars, aren't there? A lot of pubs, but <laughs> there's a lot of pubs. But I enjoy going into the market. I enjoy going. I talk to the stall owners. Talk to all, all the all know me. I go in the fish market, get me fish. <laughs> I get me fruit. I'm at the stalls that I go to. I get me tripe <laughs> in, in the market in Barsley because I love the tripe and the know I'm here. It's easy here. <laughs> oh, I know where I get me meat and everything. Okay, well, what I'll do, um, Dickie, I'll, I'll end the interview now. Um, yeah. and, and turn the record off but I want to thank you very very much yeah. for agreeing to talk to us today yeah any time um, it's much appreciated I should have brought you a card my card I've got, I've got, your, I've got your number in it yeah so thank you very very much and I shall stop the recorder now